Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I just have a quick seven minutes or so to to make my way through the following conversation I want to have with you. I want to remember back uh, to a theme uh, that I uh, shared with you in the early days of this program. This is uh, back in December or so when there were some uh, some committees convening in Congress. If you remember, Mark Zuckerberg uh, was a witness before a congressional hearing. He, uh, at one point, being grilled by uh, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, was giving him a hard time. And the, the question uh, surrounded the truthfulness of political advertising as it appeared on the social media platform Facebook and what uh, what tests were being uh, put in place to uh, to to squash out or root out or to check and research uh, what would be or what could be uh, false information, misleading information. And uh, it, there was not really a definitive answer given. And uh, that was troubling to some uh, and then to, uh, you know, some other folks on the other side of things uh, who are into, you know, like First Amendment and all. Uh, they were okay with it. Well, there has been a, a shift along those lines uh, amongst the folks running Facebook. Let me first off share with you some words by uh, uh, Facebook Chief Operating Officer Sheryl Sandberg. Uh, she says the company is trying to make sure the public has access to I- accurate information regarding the coronavirus. For people who have liked or reacted or maybe commented on information we think may be false in the past, we're putting notices on top of their newsfeed which is directing them to official information. I think that is uh, very good for public health. I think it's a very responsible uh, thing to do. I think as uh, you know, Facebook is a company uh, uh, outside of government, that's a, a wholly appropriate thing to do. And I'm grateful to, to Facebook for taking steps that would protect the public. Uh, I know that I have uh, you know, some relatives that uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to be any more specific than that, uh, but that sometimes fall, uh, not victim so much, but they will fall for uh, some of the information presented on Facebook. It is easy to see something in print on a computer screen and take it for at face value, uh, and that can be a dangerous thing. And the, the point that I made way back in December when Mark Zuckerberg was uh, responding to questions posed to him by uh, Congresswoman uh, Ocasio-Cortez uh, was that you and I, as users of these social media platforms, you know, we have a responsibility of our own. Uh, you, you hear about fake news and such, uh, and it's out there. You know, maybe you're not comfortable with that phrase, but uh, there is inaccurate information out there, uh, to be sure, and it can make its way, uh, or at least make the rounds, on Facebook. And in this particular case, Facebook seems to be uh, taking some steps at least according to uh, COO Sheryl Sandberg, uh, to protect the public. And if you uh, or your grandma or your friend or whoever, if you've clicked or liked or shared or somehow positively interacted with uh, a posting or a link or some bit of information that has subsequently been proven to be uh, uh, erroneous, Facebook's going to let you know about it. There'll be an alert you'll see on the screen. But, 
but I do not want you to rely on that. I do not want you to rely uh, on this, uh, essentially, uh, a company, you know, with a bottom line and such. I don't want you to rely on them for information. They are fine purveyors of information, but right now, when the stakes are as high as they are, life or death, there are uh, people's livelihoods hanging in the balance. You know, there are, uh, there are people, first off, who are dying daily. Uh, and here in the state of Utah, I'll point out, uh, unfortunately, we just got the most recent numbers, uh, and uh, they are unfortunate. There have been uh, added deaths. Let me pull up the, the Department of Health press release. Yeah, the, the state today is reporting a total of 23 deaths. That's an increase of two deaths since yesterday, uh, both of those to lose their life here in the state of Utah from the coronavirus were residents of San Juan County. Uh, both were hospitalized at the time of their death. One was a female who was older than 60. Uh, she had underlying medical conditions, and the other uh, was an adult male uh, under the age of 60, uh, but he himself did have underlying medical conditions. Now, I just want to share that data with you and the descriptions of those uh, unfortunate folks um, because uh, that that's the reality about which we're talking. This coronavirus uh, is no joke. It is taking a ravenous toll on every aspect of our lives. Uh, our lives are being threatened, uh, so too are our livelihoods. And in a circumstance like that, in fact, in any circumstance, but it is only amplified uh, right now when the stakes are so high, we need to be sure that we are getting good information from good sources. Do not be fooled by what you see uh, on social media. Facebook is not the only offender on these lines, and I would be slow to even call them an offender. Uh, the offenders are the folks who are posting this type of stuff. The, uh, the companies themselves, uh, at least according to Ms. Sandberg, are taking steps to, to mitigate the uh, negative impact of these bad actors. The way to safeguard yourself against it is to always be skeptical. Always be skeptical. Analyze. Be thorough. Question what you see. And how do you do that effectively? Uh, you uh, look for the best sources of information. And we have some of those uh, here in the state of Utah and uh, across the country. The CDC, that is an outlet you can trust. Uh, the World Health Organization, uh, you know, despite some of the criticism they've received from the White House right now, that is an organization staffed and populated uh, by good, uh, earnest, hardworking, sharp doctors. And then here in the state of Utah, uh, if you've got a question about what's going on here in the state of Utah, as you and I are here standing shoulder to shoulder, of course, figuratively, because our shoulders can't touch anymore, as you know, uh, if you uh, find yourself wondering about some information being shared here and there uh, via whatever medium, you know, we've got a website to help answer those questions, coronavirus.utah.gov. You can get your health questions answered there. You can get your money questions answered there. Uh, you can learn about this new Utah Leads Together 2.0 plan the governor outlined today uh, and get yourself ready for what may be a few baby steps towards reopening uh, this great state, uh, hopefully soon thereafter the country and later the world. We're going to return to normalcy, uh, and we uh, will do it on the back of good information. You and I need to make sure that we are armed with good information. We need to be responsible for that.
All right. Uh, I, I'm going to step down off my soapbox now, and we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be speaking to uh, Senator Dan Hemmert. He's the uh, majority whip in the Utah State Senate, uh, represents a portion of Utah County, uh, and is behind a piece of legislation that is uh, aimed at helping this great state, Utah, uh, walk out from underneath the shadow of the coronavirus. That's ahead on Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.